Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This is continuing coverage of the 2024 NFL Combine. Live from Indianapolis on Steelers Nation Radio. Brought to you in part by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. By Schneider Downs, discover the value of big thinking with a personal focus at SchneiderDowns.com. By ST Bank, proudly serving our community since 1902. STBank.com. By First National Bank, let's get started. Member FDIC. And by Iron Workers Local Union Number 3. They don't go to the office, they build it. Final hour of our combine coverage here on the final day of February. We'll be back tomorrow from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. That'll wrap up our edition of uh, this 2024 combine coverage here live from Radio Row inside the Indiana Convention Center. Matt Williamson, Arthur Motes, I'm Wesley Euler. Let's get into Happy, some uh, of these leap numbers. Day to you both. Yeah, they all yes. are, you know, giving a happy leap days earlier. Yeah. How about that? Who's yeah. the best athlete to ever wear number twenty nine? I don't know. I don't know. I can only think of two: hockey, Levi Wallace, and Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> so that's all I got for all number t- with number twenty nine. Respect to Levi, I bet there's better ones out there in the history of the world. Well, sure. Yeah, I just right. those Especially were the corners. Yeah, those, yeah. Were, those were the ones off the top of my not head. Not a common number though. Yeah, twenty nine. I, I was thinking goalies off the top. Of twenty seven is more common in DBs than twenty nine is. Yeah. 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 Wow, who knows? Uh, Eric Dickerson. Ah, that's pretty good. That's a, that's yeah, a pretty, pretty good, good. one. Uh, Earl, goggles. Earl Thomas. No, no, two potential Hall of Famer. I mean, Dickerson's in. Eric Barry. Hey, that's 2010 uh, draft class. You know he's got major left for E. Barry. Uh, couple, couple, <laughs> Eric Barry. <laughs> Eric Barry. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> Ken Dryden, of course. Famous uh, Montreal Canadiens goaltender. Uh, Catfish Hunter, really good pitcher. John Smoltz, really good pitcher for the uh, Atlanta Braves yeah. as well, too. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, current captain of the Colorado Avalanche, perhaps the finest player in the National Hockey League right now. It's probably really? it's probably Connor McDavid, uh-huh. but McKinnon's got a shout, and he's got a Stanley Cup ring, something that McDavid doesn't have. Um, yeah, I don't think I Levi think Wallace makes a list. I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So what we got going on in the uh, the D line? Let's take a look at some of these defensive line numbers before we go way too. Off the uh, off the plot. We're never here. going off the plot. Chris Jenkins was a guy that we had talked about mm-hmm. a little bit that you had mentioned. Second round possibility for the Steelers on the defensive line there potentially six two six eighths for height. Would that worry you just right off the bat, Mochi? I mean, he's not a nose. He's not a right. Hampton. And I know the three four thing's not as strong as it used to be. But there's not many under six three guys. Yes, it does. But at the same time, I would look at the tape and say. Mm-hmm. What does that tell me a little bit more? Because <clears throat> six two to six three, it's not like we talking six three to six one, know, <clears throat> six three six one, or even six three six foot. But at the same time, if there are legitimate questions about arm, if there are legitimate questions, can he engage? Mm-hmm. Because that's what you're looking for. You're trying to see can this guy bully this center, or is the center going to be bullying him? We know centers are at least now they're getting smaller. So you want to have that dude that is a little bit bigger that can bully that. But at the same time, I don't think it's the end-all, be-all. I think about some of the guys that we currently have. They're not massive 
deep. No. I mean, that massive nose tackles. In fact, they're more of the like, quicker I don't know side. Dick LeBeau would have taken yeah, over. Yeah, not at all. Right, yeah, right. Like, they're fit, they're right. more of the quicker slash penetrate D lineman versus big mole. You let me try to keep these backers a little bit more clean. Two gapping guys, yeah. right, right, right? The long arms, but it kind of is back and forth, right? If you don't have the elite linebacker play, you want those D linemen that can go out there and be a little bit more on the smaller side. They can shoot and be more penetrative Mm -hmm. and create almost a new line of scrimmage in a different way than those big body Casey Hampton, even Cam Hayward early on, Stephon Tuick to an extent. Like, oh yeah, these were big, big human beings. Steve McClendon. You've seen Steve (laughs) McClendon. You know what Steve McClendon looks like in person. That's a man. <laughs> like, when he grabs you, it's over. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> These new guys, they're not always looking like that, but you're also not going to ask them to do some of the same things. I, I think of the interior D lineman slash nose tackle almost to an extent of how we look at the new tight ends. Yeah, they're not okay. the big, that space in line. I'm gonna, right, right. Like, it's more Mark of this. Brunner, right. It's more range, of the let me yeah. get a little bit more athleticism. Let me get a little bit more space where – we can try to space these defenders out, and instead of trying to attack you head on, now I'm going to beat you a little bit more laterally. I'm going to beat you more that mm-hmm. way. I look at this in terms of the D-line stuff in a similar vein. We've seen guys have success with smaller guys. Now, Aaron Donald's an outlier. We get it. Of course. But he is one of those guys where it's like, this is a different style of dominance interior-wise. Mm-hmm. So you can, long answer short, still be productive, even if they aren't, you know, the quote-unquote this number in terms of the height. And that's the whole analytics versus – a production guy, James Harrison versus uh, whoever you know want to pass the eyeball test with. Like, hey, can this short guy be Marcus as good? Yeah, can Julius he be Peppers, just as good right. as this Ryan big guy Rack, over here? No. Right, right, right. And you're like, yeah, he can because of he's fundamentally sound. He's smart as heck. He has great strength. He understands how to time the ball. He understands the lanes, right? Just rush lanes and stuff like that. So I think to an extent, it doesn't kill it. But are you concerned? Absolutely, because. Yeah. You know, without all those other intangibles I just listed off, if he's already undersized and he doesn't bring all that to the table, we're going to have issues potentially with him. So I think you have to, you know, consider all of those things when you're processing this. And that's why, I mean, you can even talk about it from the scouting standpoint, why it takes so long for you guys to actually decide this is the guy we want. It takes so long to decide, hey, I am going to draft this guy with this pick instead of going to free agency and spending money on this proven guy. I think that this... 21 year old can give me just as good if not more production than this 25 year old who might be coming from another team somewhere else sure you don't know that well right, right. Yeah. but you do it because i watched this guy i've studied this guy and i feel great about him and i do think that even though he's a little bit shorter he's still gonna be able to come out here and his game will translate so i mean it kind of goes hand in hand with it but yeah, yeah. i mean the lebeau kevin colbert era there weren't many defensive ends and I, they yeah. weren't on the ends that right. weren't six four. Seriously, man. You know, under six four was a flag for yeah. them. You know, I mean, Aaron Smith, Kiesel. I mean, those guys were well over six four. Yeah. What were what were Jenkins' other dimensions? So let's see if this is a flag for you guys. Wait, two ninety nine. I mean, he's an end. He's on a nose. I mean yeah. And, yeah. and the Steelers aren't end nose like they used to be. Sure. I I'm sure. throwing that around too much. Not many I mean, people are anymore. Right, right, right. But, but he's supposed to be a phenomenal test. Uh thirty four arms. Good. Uh, nine, nine point three eight hand. Fine. Right. Wingspan, wingspan. Outside of quarterbacks, how much do you care about hand size? Not that much. Yeah. Okay. Not that much. Yeah. All right. Uh, I was, I, I was wondering, is that like a scout guru? Like, yo, if his hand size wide is receiver, size deep, it's different. And wide receiver, I want to see him catch the ball. I mean, yeah. I'd rather watch the tape than sure. care about sure. the eighth of an inch. Because uh, if you can catch, you can catch. 
and I've seen dudes with big hands, but they don't have good catching mechanics. They look awkward going up to get the ball. They look awkward in jump ball situations. It's yeah. like you can have big miss, but if you don't know how to read the ball, if you don't know how to have late hands to the ball, even late eyes, because as a defender, what am I reading? I'm looking at your eyes. Your eyes get big. Okay, that's telling me a secret. Your yeah. hands start going up. That's telling me a secret. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's like if you don't even have that, I don't care about you know you having this massive hit, you know, massive hands to go up there and like snatch it out because like yo, you don't understand how to even use these gifts that you have. Plus with the gloves nowadays. Oh my sticky, gosh, and, you know. man, that's the cheat code. You know mm-hmm. that. But with the, but the big men though, I do think there is something to slapping big paws on a big okay. person in front of you yeah. in tight quarters. Because see, what for I mean? me, I like the arm length. Me too. I because it. I'm like, if if you could get to that guy first. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that's man. more important to me for sure. And that's like the whole debate when you're, you know, why you're hesitant on uh, smaller outside linebackers or smaller DNs. Because you look at these tackles, like, man, these guys got long arms. If you can't close the distance, I don't care how good you are technically. Sure. If that guy's going to punch you and keep you at arm's distance, man, you're going to be screwed. And that's the part for me where I'm always like, yeah. what's that arm length? Like 33, 34. Like, I want to hit them long numbers, man. That's Steelers. That's why the Steelers got Herbig when they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Absolutely. Otherwise, he's a second round pick. Yeah. I mean, production and all the yeah. athleticism, but he's proving that he's able to get his yes. hands on it pretty quick. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah. So arms were thirty four inches for for Chris Jenkins. Wingspan seventy nine point one two inches. There. Uh, let's see. We talked about Sweat from Texas. How about the other kind of big name Longhorn yeah. here yeah, on the yeah, defensive line? Byron player. Byron yep. Murphy, uh, six foot and a half for the height. 297 for the weight, mm-hmm. uh, arms 32.38 inches, mm-hmm. hand 10.25 inches, wingspan 77.12 inches. Nothing real unexpected there. I mean, he's the Not Gino the guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He's going to be the bowling ball, you know, Grady Jarrett type. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Clemson that you like, are uh, Matt Williamson. And before I do this, apologies to him and his family and yeah, everyone. You can pronounce it. I'm not going to butcher his name. But it's Rook is his first name, and I believe it's Ohoro Horo is how Ohoro Horo, I believe is how he pronounces his last name. Completely wrong. I could, avoided. Could be, could, completely wrong. But uh, six foot four. Good. 294. Yeah. Uh, 34 inch arms. Take it. 9.38 inch hands. Okay. 79 and a half wingspan. Okay. That, that's about what they're after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll okay. take that all day long. You'll take that. That's what I like to hear. Let's see here. Any other, let's see if we got any other big name defensive linemen before we switch to. How about Newton from Illinois, who I don't think is for the Steelers, but he's going to be the bowling ball I butcher just, knives type. Yep, I know? just saw his numbers right here. Let's I'm interested see. in Hall Newton from, from Illinois. Baylor. Newton from Illinois, six one and five eighths. Okay, three oh four. Mm, a little heavier than Murphy then. Uh, thirty two point three eight inch arms. Hand is nine and a half. Wingspan seventy five point eight. Okay, about what he was expected then. I didn't know what he'd weigh in at. Yeah, Gabe Hall, that's the one we want to look at mm-hmm. out of Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe yeah. Hall out of Baylor. I remember yeah. seeing him on here. Maybe. I think he's going to have some crazy Is dimensions. he three bills or not? Is he three? Come on. <laughs> is he three bills or not? <laughs> well, let's see here. Gabe Hall out of Baylor is not three bills. Oh, all right, all right, all In right. In fact, he's not really that close. He's 6'6", 291. Good. Uh, it was like 6'5", 290 at the uh, senior role. Oh, I didn't so, know yeah, that. So it was yeah. like, all right, just make okay. sure he's keeping under three bills. Yeah, yeah. That means he's staying in shape. That's, 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 the, Craig, that's the Craig Wolfley yeah, task, yeah. right? Keep it, on, under, keep it under Stay three under bills. Three. <laughs> Is he under three bills? Uh, 34 and a half arms, nine and a half hands, mm. 83.6 wingspan. 
Yeah, he's yeah. a long leopard tool. You guy. like him, man? I like him. I liked him at the Cedar Bowl a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done a whole lot of homework on him since. Okay, but I'm thinking like fourth round. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say I thought, I thought with the size, I thought he was pretty twitchy. I like yeah. the athleticism for it, his build, but to keep under three, I did like that under 300 pounds, yeah. man, because it's let me know you're maintaining a certain level of cardio, a certain level of conditioning. Yeah, it's good. And that's the big yep. thing that I'm looking for with a dude that size. That's always gonna be the debate. How many snaps? I mean, no different. We were talking about uh, uh, sweat earlier, right? Mm-hmm. How many snaps you're getting out of a guy? What's the production like? And we know with bigger guys, man, when you get tired, you're not going to be as efficient. You're not going to be – you're not going to execute that same, up, right? right? You yeah. get taller. Your, your technique is sloppy. And all these other things start to show up. So, to me, man, I do like to hear that, all right, you were 290 at the senior bowl about two weeks ago. Staying Still there. maintaining, you know, mm-hmm. good weight. So I do like that right there. Hasn't been, spent too much time at St. Elmo's this week. No, seriously, man. And a guy like that gets in the pros. I mean, you know, it's better than I do. And maybe three years from now, he's 302. But it's right, good right. weight. But it's, it's a good weight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Right. But if that dude is going from senior bowl two weeks ago to being 300 two weeks later, you're like, oh, all wow. right, man. You, <laughs> you're one of those guys that if you know the test is coming up, you might pass this one. But once you pass this one, you're going to slack on that one. You, you lied to I'm us nervous. Senior bowl. Yeah, 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 I'm nervous about that, man. Uh, He's an interesting player, though. Yeah. Fabian Lovett, Florida State, 6'3 and 7 ace, 314, 35 and a half arms. Wow. 10. Uh, he said 35 and a half? 35 and a half arms. Yeah. Hands, like hands 10.38 inches. Wings, big wingspan, 83.1 inches. Wow. Yeah. He's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. I do think they are looking for long lever defensive boy. linemen. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Let's keep it moving with some of these. Looks like guys are running right now. Guys are sure. running now. We do have, you know what? We do have um fast we, we guys also, out front. You know the rule. We also, Matt, have all of the uh, the broad jump and the vertical jump numbers. Well, who's explosive and who line. wasn't explosive? Well, first, tell me this: broad jump, vertical, defensive lineman. How much? How much? How much? How many pinches of salt are, are we putting in? How much stock are we putting? I care. In these yeah, I care. That's, yeah. that's yeah. explosive. That's coming out your hips. Well, that's true. Broad, yeah, broad, yeah, especially yeah. vertical, yeah. especially. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, let's see. Let's start just here. Just as a rule of thumb, too. I mean, one thing I always do when the when the official stuff comes out with the combine is I'll look at the top ten percent and the bottom ten percent. I mean, right. Not that the other stuff doesn't matter, but I yeah. do want to see the outliers. The outliers. Like, yes. mm, that's yeah. a little odd. And, right. and, yeah. and what made you an outlier? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was it because you're a small guy, or you're just a freak athlete, mm-hmm. or did you surprise us? Or the opposite? That's, like, yeah, or yeah. Just alarming is bad. Yeah, you know? very true. Uh, let's start with verticals here yeah. for the defensive linemen. Uh, Braden Fishke, Florida State. He's gonna have short arms, but he's a good player. Leads the pack with the vertical, thirty-three and Did a half. It. All yep. right, all right. Okay. Uh, Byron Murphy from Texas, thirty-three. How how much you say uh, Murphy weighed in? At also, he was right under three hundred. Yeah, two ninety-six so or something. He like that. was two ninety-seven. Yeah, that's okay. impressive. You see what yep. I'm saying? Like you give he's him gonna thirty-three be, vert. Yeah, well, you had that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. He's gonna be a really good tester. Yeah. Uh, Rook Rook O from Clemson, who we just talked about, thirty-two flat. Pretty good. That's good. That. That's good for third best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabe Hall from Baylor, 31 and a half. These are the names I like. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Jenkins, 30, 30 flat okay. there for him. Uh, let's see. These guys are 300 pound type. That's dudes. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like yeah, hearing no. that you said Gabe Davis at 31, I'm like, yo, that's, that's impressive. That's impressive. That'll work, man. That's yeah. a big uh, man. And Sweat uh, at 26 flat there as well too and that's 266 getting <laughs> off the ground though. it's pretty impressive yeah yeah, like, yeah. that's pretty yeah. impressive yeah. it's not gonna be high on the list but right he's, he's got a 50 pound anchor because think back, about right? it people <laughs> he's wearing a 50 pound a of, right <laughs> think about a lot of people just think if your vertical is in 40 plus you're not explosive it's like you have to account for weight oh, and the size cool. of these Absolutely. men yes that's a big difference man that's wow. that's pretty explosive right there that's impressive yeah uh, it certainly certainly is here so broad jump 
let's uh, see here. Uh, Fisky continues to lead the pack, 9-9. Nine, nine. Hmm. I didn't okay. think of him as a explosive, explosive yeah. athlete. Right, that's good for him. Uh, Ruko from Clemson, 9-8. Ruko's really exciting. He's a raw player, I mean, yeah. but they could bring him along slow here. He doesn't have to play right away. Right, right. Uh, Gabe Hall and Chris Jenkins both tie for third at 9-7. I'm okay. liking that. Those I'm liking that. Yeah. 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 I'm liking like it, all those names, yeah. Uh, Byron Murphy, 9-3. Let's see here. Um, like Tavondre Fis- Sweat, eight foot two. Still pretty far. I mean, that's a that's Except a large mammal flying through the air. You're talking right? about like and, and just a broad shabby. jump for those that don't know. It's like man, we're talking about you're, you're two feet standing still and you're just jumping out as far as you can forward, like. And you have to stick the land. Yeah, you, you have can't to land. You can't fall back. back. Right, right. It's like it's controlled explosion. And then they. Yeah. Measure your heels. Right. Isn't that right. where your toes are? So it's like we're talking about how far these 300-pound or close to 300-pound men are going. Yeah. That is impressive. I mean, it's some screech to a stop. It's right. some 240-pound linebackers that can't do that type of stuff, man. Yeah. That's like, true. Yeah, no, that's true. That's yeah. a good way to – like when you put it in that yeah. context, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, 10-yard splits here are starting to come out Ooh, as well, too. One. Some more numbers. So let's go. Those are, are rolling in well, right now. And for the bigger guys, if we're being real, 10-yard split matters a lot more than the 40-yard number. Does. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. I don't need my 300-pounder going 40 yards ever. Ever. But I need that 10-yard split. How yeah. fast are you is, with your explosiveness? Absolutely. He has it's Cam Hayward chasing the Chargers down the field. And this will be a touchdown you're, give, you're giving up a 60-yard yeah. game in the process. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll let some more of these uh, these 10-yard split numbers roll in while we are – Yeah, I'm watching it. They're running in, as we speak. Yeah. In break here, and we'll comb through some of those on the other side. Wesley Euler flanked by the best teammates in the business, Arthur Motes and Matt Williamson. About 45 more minutes here today from our combine coverage. We'll continue to keep you posted as these numbers roll in. It's all part of our ongoing 2024 combine coverage right here on SNR. Live from the 2024 NFL Combine, this is Steelers Nation Radio. We've got tangible action, finally. We've been waiting for it. We've been craving it. Will McDonald, that's a three-time All-Big 12. Mm -hmm. Mr. McDonald there out on the field right now. Uh, Getting some 10-yard splits here. Uh, as these numbers roll in and roll along here, we are with you for about another 40 minutes here on Radio Row. Uh, Ten-yard splits. Once again, I mean, Mr. Mr. Athlete amongst amongst the D linemen here. Is it Fisky or Fisk? Right I'm not positive Florida on that. State. I'm not positive. No, I, I don't. I don't hardly ever know the pronunciations of things. I know. That's why. You, I know how to spell them. That's why. Again, yeah. just a, yeah. a a blanket. Um, we apologize if we butcher someone in your family's name here as we yeah. roll along. I see comfort in these scenarios. I say because of watching film, we never cared about like the names. It was always just the, the number. jersey number. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, like okay. oh, such such number there. Yeah. So I I never like even when I watch them now I'm like. Oh, that's such such number. This number. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. It's that's why I got to get better at. It's funny. My son makes fun of me because I don't know jersey numbers well. My mind Jeez. doesn't work that well. Wow. Right. Right. Huh. I don't. I mean, you yeah. need to know names for your purpose. Right. It's like right, the right. Complete opposite. Because right. like when you watch an all twenty two, I can't see a name. Well, true. Yeah. Right, it's right, like right, right. Right. with the number. Yeah. 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 No, that actually that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so Fishkey, uh, one point six eight seconds. That's on, the best. On his 10-yard split. Right. That's the best. Oh, you like that? Yeah. Well, he's having a good day, though. You're, you're going to see. It's going to be what? It's going to be linebackers. And you be like, bro, you better get your splits down faster than that, man. Yeah. Oh, it'll be way Like, like yeah. seriously, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's that's a good split, man. He's, he's doing well. 
So Fisky looks like the best in ten yard split in both jumps. I mean, that's what you want from D line. Yes, uh, best has, of, has best Gabe in the Hall ran yet? Best in the vert, best in the broad, best in the ten yard. Because uh, Hall has been at the top of all the jumps as well. Where 1. is he 7, at? Seven three. Also not too far off then. Not all too right. far, not all too right. far off, but but uh, you know a separation there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Davis from Clemson one point seven two. Dwayne Carter uh, from Duke one point seven two as well mm-hmm. too. As, uh, as is a good get or, off on tape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would he be a potential day three guy or, or earlier than that? You think? Uh, maybe fourth roundish, mid mid third mid third day, yeah. maybe. Okay. Like that. Okay. Let's see here, some more of these. He's only ran one time numbers. so far, right? Yeah, they're still doing a bunch yeah. of them as we speak. Doing, I can see yeah. on the TV on the other side of the room. There's like some poor person who's sitting there right now. And like as long as, as long as his information into the. And look, uh, he he make a real big jump. He'll run a little fast in his next one. I tell you that. All right, <laughs> that's how you make the jump right quick. Right. That is, and it, it is. It's it's the nice uh, the assembly line scouting, right, Matt? That you get to see. Yeah, same turf, same bang, environment, bang, same bang, bang. wind. What you are. This yeah. is the thing that we love. Like you said, when you're coming from schools where you don't always get the most respect. Yeah, that's what you need. Totally you're sense. like, I need this type of dynamic. I need it where everything is equal. Everything is balanced out. We're all dealing with the same set of variables. Yeah, that's yeah yep. important. Yep. Same set of variables. Looks man. like Newton's running right now. Just okay. From- uh, but while we wait for some more of these these uh, these 10-yard mm-hmm. numbers to come in, we'll take a look at some of the linebacker measurements as well, too. Yeah, there you today. go. Junior Colson, who are, we want. Our new, our new buddy Danny was just telling us about a few uh, few minutes ago. Six two two eighths, so six two two and a qu- or six two and a quarter, uh, two thirty eight. That's what he looks like. That's good size. Well built. That's, that's good yeah, size. I bet he has pretty long arms. Thirty two and a half. Yeah, not bad. Hand is uh is nine point three eight inches. Wingspan seventy seven and a half inches. Yeah, he passes the test. Yeah, he can ride the ride. Now go run fast. Mm-hmm. Now, now go, go run now fast. Now go run fast. Right? Show six, it on the you, track. You tell me six two two thirty eight. Go run fast, baby. You you've passed the eyeball test. Go run fast. He could be in the mix for the second round. Uh-huh. Too. Uh Edrin Cooper, similar, slightly smaller in terms of height and weight. Six two and and uh, and one eighth. Two thirty. Hmm. He's long arms though. But longer arms. Yeah. Yes, thirty four inch arms. Uh, bigger hand, nine and three quarters hand, uh, longer wingspan, eighty and a quarter inches for the for the wingspan. Uh, that's a, that's Who do you a lot think of, is going to run faster between them two? Cooper. Me too. Yeah, I do, do too. you guys? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of kind of like Danny was talking yeah. about how and when he triggers, he can go. He goes. And those those yeah. strides ate up a lot of grass. Mm-hmm. Easton Gibbs was a guy that yes, you liked from right? Wyoming. From yep. Wyoming. Yep. Mm, I don't know much about him. Uh, six foot three eighths. Okay. Two thirty two. Okay. Okay. Arms uh thirty point three eight inches. Hand nine and a quarter inches, wingspan seventy two and a half. I like his size. The, the big thing with him is going to be how fast is he running. Really? The only reason I'm familiar with him is because of the Logan Wilsons and the Chad Moomers. Yeah, prior yeah, yeah. to him, they've all come out of Wyoming. The past couple of years, that's their variation of it. And he's another one that's you know back to back hundred plus tackles, fly around to the ball. Tampa two can run that middle and stuff like that. Okay. So it's like, all right, let's let's see yeah, if you're yeah. potentially right. another one of those guys, man. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Cedric Gray, the uh, as the Paul Amalu tattoo, the, oh, the, yeah, tackling, yeah. the tackling machine out of North Carolina, six one and a half, two thirty four. I didn't even think he'd be six one. Yeah, me either. Uh, thirty two and a half arms, nine inch hand, seventy eight and three, uh, seventy eight point three eight inch wingspan. Let's go. Yeah, you'll take all that. I thought he was smaller and like, stumpier. Than I that. thought he was smaller yeah. than that too. I think now, his uh-huh. movement stuff will be good. Has a uh, Trotter got measured in yet? Sure has. Six foot flat. Okay. 228. 228. 31 and a half arms, nine and a quarter hands, wingspan, 74 and three quarters for the wingspan. It's 228? 
It's 228. I don't know why I thought he was bigger than that. I, I thought too. he was thicker. Six, he was six thick. flat. I thought he was. I'm going to need him to run fast. He's going to have to run he's fast, bro. Run fast. He's gonna run fast. I don't think he's a great athlete. I he don't does either. have long arm, right? So that's what when you say at 20, I'm like, ah. I, I hate to say this about people. If his last name was Williamson, I, I, was, I right. was going to agree. I was going to agree. I'm like, ah. That's not great. Ah. If you just said 48, I'd be like, okay, all right, that makes perfect sense. All right. Yeah. 28, yeah, 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 that 228, yeah. that's, that's different. He's more of a thumper, and he doesn't yeah. have a lot of thump, you know? Yeah. His uh, brother, freshman at WVU linebacker right now. Oh, really? Josiah Trotter. So hopefully uh, hopefully uh, in right. three or four years we'll be talking about him. Okay, okay, okay. Um, let's see here. Let me do one more refresh, see if we got anything new since I uh, put these numbers in Peyton here. Willis, or Peyton yeah, Wilson is not – he's not going to run, right? But is he – I don't know. I, I was going to say, I was not, looking for Peyton Wilson. Payton, yeah. I haven't seen his numbers his here yet. have to be around here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Lee, Leah Fau from, from Notre Dame, I believe okay. is how he pronounces his name. 62 and 1 eighth, 234, uh, 34 and a quarter arms, 9.9 inch hand, uh, 79.38 for 79.38. I can't for remember his if he got the invite or not. But um, out of Mississippi State, Nathaniel Watson, he's yes. another guy. Yes, I know. What about I saw, him? I, I like him a lot, him. too. He had a good Senior Bowl performance and stuff. Yep, give me one second here. I know I saw him somewhere on here. If it's alphabetical, Watson, see if Wilson's right? it's, nearby. Unfortunately, too. it's not. Like, oh, that's the, oh, geez. That's, a mess. Good I know, luck. That's, that's the annoying That's, that's why we like you the most, Wes, because you I know, do right? all so it, it is You're right. a soldier. You think you, could, you think you could get this in an easier format to find here? I'm not seeing either right now, gentlemen. For, okay. For, well, maybe for that whatever, that group because their W's just haven't gone through yet or whatever. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Let's see here. I think we got some more. Uh, maybe some more ten yard splits. Oh yeah. Now they're now they're rolling in. I here. like the excitement. Oh yeah, ten yard split, baby. Let's we, ride. We, have, we have a new leader in the clubhouse, Byron Murphy. That's his. That's his game. One point one point six yeah. five. Yeah. Fast guys out front. Y'all know the rules. I mean, he does like goal line pullback <laughs> stuff yeah. and yeah. bridge stuff. Chris Jenkins one point seven six. Now you take that. He's on the board there. As a few more of those are, uh, are coming is, in here. Is Omar getting ready to talk? Because every Pittsburgh reporter I've ever met. Yes, it is. Yeah. 3.30, yeah. Every yeah. Pittsburgh reporter <laughs> I've ever met. Great call. Yeah, yeah. Flooding bias here. Great call. Uh, let's see here. How about Chop Robinson? Haven't oh, I bet his get-off is going to be haven't talk- Well, I haven't, uh, not, don't have a 10-second oh, for uh, him. But, I was about to say, absolutely. But, yeah, for yeah. Uh, for for numbers, 6-2. Uh, they, they say he might test better than Michael Parsons. Yeah, him, man. Yeah. And, like, think about that. And he said that's yeah. how he wants to be used in the and National he's bigger. Football League. He's bigger. Interesting. I don't know if he's thicker. But not, he's not bigger, but he's taller. Taller, yeah. Taller. yeah. Excuse me. Six, Probably longer, six, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six, two. Parsons definitely the thick. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bigger is not always. Yeah, there's a lot of ways. Right. Excuse there me for that. Some more yeah, Pittsburgh, some more reports, Pittsburgh right? media. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, why don't you come talk to us? I mean, right. do a segment with us. You don't have anything going on, right? Uh, I am interested in Chop, though. What is, what's, where is he weighing right now? He is, um, he is at 6'2 and 7 eighths, 254. There arms, people arms were worried are, he was going to be in the low are, 40s. Arms, uh-huh. arms are 32 That's and a good half. size. Good. Oh, yeah, it works. Uh, nine and a quarter hand. Set. Hey, now, Matt, you said 240s, man. Don't That's the Aaron Maven type weight class right there, know, man. That's... Everybody's been scared since that. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great call. That I mean, was when I, when I went to Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. When I went to Buffalo, we saw that firsthand. It was like, this is great if it's in space. It's great if you can just run by it, but. He couldn't win with power. He couldn't win with right? power. Yeah. And eventually, everybody just played him for speed. I, yeah. I think in the league, you have to have power. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. I mean, speed to power, you know. Honestly, it's like the power sets up the speed. Yeah. Like, it's, it's probably more real. important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. We've got it, gentlemen. You asked for it. We got it. 
North Carolina State linebacker Peyton Wilson. I bet he's good size. He's short arms, I think, though. Six three and seven eighths. Not so surprised. knocking yeah, right on the right, door, right, six right. four there, two thirty three. Arms are thirty and a half. That's okay. Rough. Yep. Real rough. Hand, that's what people thought he was. Hand nine flat. He's a T Rex. Yep. Wingspan seventy five and three quarters. But he's six three though. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but he's six three though. Uh you said but, Watson. Yeah, but uh, Nathaniel Watson, uh, Mississippi State. But I was gonna ask Matt, as a yep. scout, which one oh, did you which one would you prefer? A tall with short arms or short with <laughs> long arms? Some of us are short with long arms, so I'm, I'm slightly biased. <laughs> okay. I'm throwing it out there. I like shorter with longer arms. That That's my selling point. Yeah. Especially as a pass rusher. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pass rusher, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But as an off the ball. Right. That's why I'm like, I low-key like the length at times. The 6'3 is. I think I prefer the longer arms yeah. there, too. Especially if you play a lot of zone. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. I see. Yeah. Just okay. Eat, up the, eat up the space. Get to the space bit. like that. Yeah. Respect. Uh, Nathaniel Wilson, linebacker, Mississippi State. Oh, Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watson. Watson. Yeah, sorry. Watson. Yep. It's elementary, dear Watson. 6'2 and 2 eighths. So 6'2 and a quarter. Good. Okay. Uh, 233 weight. Arms 32.88 inches. Okay. Hand, no problem with that. Hand 9.88 inches. I like it. Wingspan 81 inches. I like it. Coach just up kid. on him. Nice wingspan. No, so for me, man, in terms of Nathaniel Watson, man, I watched him at the uh, senior bowl. I thought he had. Really good instincts. Turns just eye, eye for the ball, right? Instincts. You watching? You yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You ready? Oh, no. Now, now, now oh, when no. I say the instincts, right? Let me get into it, right? For me, I'm talking specifically, and you know how we talk about the same man. The eyes, though, right? Yeah. It turns to watch when you're watching him get to that ball and run support specifically. He makes a ton of tackles like that. You pull up his numbers at uh, Mississippi State. Crazy production in terms mm. of you know. 100 plus tackle type of dude like he's on that but he gets to the ball and he's downhill that was the one thing I, I enjoyed the most then in terms of him being the sec and being that type of productive player it wasn't like you're at lsu alabama georgia you're at mississippi state yeah you know so when i'm seeing that type of production that was then that jumped off the screen but then also the part uh that really stood out too was just watching how he moved with other elite and i'm using air quotes elite caliber athletes at the senior bowl i thought that he was still flashing and at the senior bowl, remember correctly, he waited about 240, 244. Mm, so so that's why, yeah, yeah, when you say he was in the 30s, I'm like, okay, so you're even thinner now. Let me see what you're going to run because okay, runs that's going to be the question. Like, if you can go and put a nice time down, I thought the production showed. I thought that he looked fundamentally sound in terms of just in between the tackles. Now, in terms of coverage-wise, I personally like him more as the blitzer or even a zone dropper versus like a true man-to-man element of it. But if you're telling me he's in the 30s now and he's going to run something, you know, 4-4-ish, well, nah, it's a totally yeah, different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's the part where, for me, I'm like, I need to see that first, though. Okay. Yeah, but I thought, he, I thought he played really well at the senior bowl. That was the one thing I did like about him specifically. And when I looked back at his production at uh, Mississippi State, and I'm seeing, man, this dude is leading the SEC and, you know, tackles is like, oh, all right. Uh, you're you're, you're notice, doing yeah, something. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Not a lot of false steps. Right, okay, right. Okay. I'll pay attention. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, gentlemen, we've got 40-yard dash numbers. For the big boys. Oh, here we go. Good. Mr. Fisk, once again, at the top of the list here, 4.78 for him. He's like 290. Yeah. Isn't he? He's he's a pretty, pretty. He's passing uh, the athleticism pretty, test. Pretty, wow. pretty, he's pretty passing the test. Yeah, he's uh, someone tweeted out. I forget who it was. I saw it a couple minutes ago. Maybe our buddy Daniel Jeremiah um, in the 40, in the 10 yard, in the broad and in the vert. He 
tested in all he tested 96th percentile or higher in all for for yeah. all the for That's all major. the different okay. yeah, yeah. the athletic type yeah. Yeah, yeah, type, yeah. type drills um let's see here byron murphy out of texas 488 that's flying all right big man yeah it's flying. uh rook o like, like 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 think about this you said 488 488 remember jarvis jones for example how much did jarvis weigh 245 250 240 250 right, yeah right. and what did he run he that was the big knock right 481 that was the big like knock that. on him yeah we're talking about almost a 300 pound man <laughs> right like like just a just defensive tackle purposes like do you realize how big that is man and jarvis he still was fast enough it's like that's a big guy running like that man dude, yeah right. it's a big boy i mean i would say F equals M A. Right. A lot of M, like, a lot of a. I'm yeah, like, right. I don't think you really understand what <laughs> this is. Right. Yeah. Like if you got in the way of that, just stroll Ooh, that, that could hurt you. you. Oh, he's yeah, yeah. you apart. Seriously, Ooh. man. Ruko from Clemson, four point nine flat. Okay. For him. Good, good. Okay. Okay. I'm really warming up to him. He gets <laughs> he gets he gets under five here. Let's see some good. of these other under guys. Under five for these two ninety guys is flying. Uh Chris Jenkins, five point zero two. Gabe Hall, five point zero six. All good. I mean, sounds like over five is eh, over five. I mean, five point oh two is moving. All right, Tavondre Sweat numbers in. Let's get some guesses. Let's get some guesses. All right, no all peaking. Right. No peaking. Peak, man. He's a big man. Um, five three one. You're going five three one. I'll go five two two then. Right about between both of you, five two seven. He should be happy with so, that. Hold on. I was, so price, was I price is right rules. I was closer, boats, right? Boats yeah, would I was win, closer. You went you over. Was, you went over. <laughs> yeah, you went over. <laughs> But you were point four away. You yeah. were point five yeah. away. So pretty, pretty yeah. good by you guys there. Do you know how much I hate the Price is Right rules? <laughs> I do too. It's I agree. It should just be whoever's closest. It should right. be the dumbest thing. But since I won, I like the rules uh, <laughs> a lot right now. I'm stoning out. There. And then someone does one dollar. Like everyone should turn around and punch the one dollar yeah. person. Yeah. Or if I bid two thousand and you bid two thousand one, everyone yeah. should turn you should around just and punch, punch that person. Like, what are you doing? Person. Why? It's the dumbest rules in the world. Wes, if I if I'm like at a thousand on this boat or whatever, you win a thousand one and i only have one chance in a million to yeah. get it i mean i should throw you down the steps bob barker should be like that ain't cool dude you can't do that i should there. throw you down the steps <laughs> uh we have some new leaders of the clubhouse for the 10 yard split all right what you got ruko 1.67 uh Rook. and makai wingo from lsu 1.64 okay, okay big man big athletes for the, uh, for the top two gentlemen there now as well too any marcus smith stuff from lsu any, uh, this was a guy that was on all Mason the list Mason smith i'm sorry he's yeah, had okay. some injuries 1.76 10 yard here all right Fine. 40 yard dash was 5.04 you had height and weight on him too i think he's bigger than i think he's over 300 65 306 yes i mean 35 arms eight and a half hands Stefan too, it was a freak, but this guy coming out of high school and early in his LSU career was compared to two it a lot. Yeah. Okay. He's had injuries and I guess he started to put it together a little bit at the end of this year. 31 inch vertical, nine foot broad jump. All fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So there's a little uh, little Mason Smith out of LSU for you. We also have comments coming in, rolling in here from uh, from Omar Khan. Who oh, the man is speaking, I suppose, huh? He's yeah. speaking here today. He uh, That's Omar right there. Yeah, there he is. Right there. <laughs> Bert Lawton as they walk past. The guys. Yeah. The heading guys. Into, uh, heading into uh, some, some national media availability here. He just met with the local reporters yeah. privately for the Steelers as well, too. Yeah. Oh, that's where you're getting that. Okay. Was asked yeah. by Mark Caballi if he's trading for Justin Fields, and he gave a chuckle. So there we oh. go. There we go. Major well, you know news. what? First off, Major shout out to Kabali 
putting his feet to the fire and asking that question, that right? That's the question. Uh, when I woke up, it said Fields to the Falcons, a done deal. You really? saw that. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And I'd keep looking, like, what's the compensation? Am I, yeah. Did somebody make that up? Was it Adam right. Shifter, not Adam Shifter? <laughs> you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, right, was, yeah, it, right, was it yeah. Tom Telesero? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. You know how it is, man. <laughs> So we'll take our final break here, uh, continue to go over some of these final numbers that roll in, maybe see uh, some of the comments here from uh, from Omar Khan as well, too. Reminder, he will join us here at the SNR table on Radio Row around high noon tomorrow, our final day of coverage here. With the important it. people, baby, you got to be ready for that, man. Be here. <laughs> the be there or be square, baby. Convention Center. One yeah. more segment to go today here with Moats, Williamson, and Euler. We'll do that when we return on the other side. You are listening to our ongoing Combine coverage on SNR. This is continuing coverage of the 2024 NFL Combine, live from Indianapolis on Steelers Nation Radio. I have an obligation to this organization, to the players, to the front office, to every member of Steelers Nation to look at every option. That was what Omar Khan said when he was asked about competition in the quarterback room. Uh, just uh, literally moments ago by members of the Pittsburgh media here in Indianapolis. He's now speaking to the national media as well, too, here on Radio Row. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, Matt Williamson, final segment here today before our final day of coverage tomorrow. Uh, he said a lot of questions about the quarterback position, as you guys could imagine, um, and said he wouldn't rule out any avenue of acquiring one. Yeah, uh, we do know somehow the Steelers are going to have to add quarterbacks to the roster. They right. only have one there right now, Kenny Pickett, and you're not going to go into training camp, certainly with just one quarterback. There's going to be four in camp. Or even yeah, OTAs yeah. and minicamp as well, too. Uh, Omar Khan said that, that they have started the process of reaching out to Mason Rudolph and his representatives. They've expressed a desire for him to return but would not give any other further update. So we'll, we'll go, go one at a time here. I can start with you on this one, Matt. Okay. Um, Percentage chance that hey, you would first say. Off, first off, don't start that yarn and stuff, man. We, oh. we, uh-oh, it's not time for that. Oh, it's no, not listen, time for that at all. The cameras aren't rolling. Uh-uh, don't uh-uh, dime them out. Don't dime them out like that. Bump that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, bump that. Because it's contagious. And what's going to happen is you're going to do it, <laughs> and then I'm going to do it, Three and then Wes going to do it, and then six minutes And then we're not going to be able to cover this thing. So we're just going to get this to the front then, all right? I thought I hit it pretty well. I didn't go. Stop it. Because as soon as you did it, I got real comfy, and I was like, yo, that looks so comfy. I should do the same thing, man. Like, we're off the air at four. I might be sneaking about 20 minutes before my podcast. A little, little sleepy time. Just, 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 just from experience, be careful. Oh, I also had a lot. Just, just yeah. be careful. Be careful. Just don't yeah. have a 14-ounce ribeye and, right. and a lobster right. tail <laughs> and a shrimp cocktail. Look, look, please, please, please. Learn from all of, In a side of Brussels sprouts. Learn from well, all I was trying to be healthy, okay? Yes. <laughs> Did they have bacon on them, you said? I was trying to be a yeah. little healthy, all right? Jeez. <laughs> the best Brussels sprouts are made with bacon. That's a stone-cold fact right Yo, there. Yeah, obviously. Um, percent, Shannon, when, when we do get to OTAs mm-hmm. and to Latrobe and all this and back to football, percent chance that the Steelers quarterback room is Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, day three draft pick? I would say that's the best chance. I mean, whatever, I don't know what number I'd put on it, but I would say that's the shortest odds in Vegas. Like on DraftKings or FanDuel, that gets you the least amount of return for your buck. Yeah, but I think Tannehill's in the mix, too, with the experience. Um, My hunch with Rudolph is that the Steelers like him. They're really happy with what he did. They'd prefer someone a little more mobile for this system. But I also don't think people are going to bang down his door from other teams. I right. mean, they'll have right. interest, but I don't think anyone will say, 
you're in the mix to start. I mean, they might say you're in the mix to start week one until Jalen Daniels is ready or, you know what I mean? But yeah, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> until right. you're not the guy, but I don't think he's going to get extreme attention. I agree. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where you appreciate what he did in those four games. You respect it. But at the same time, you're not going to over. I don't go too overboard. Yeah. You're that, not going right? to go overboard with it because it was a lot of variables. Whether we're talking about the time of the year, whether we're talking about some of the opponents, mm-hmm. we know it's a Baltimore team that you played where they didn't have everything to lose. They, and they didn't play. They didn't. That's too. what I'm saying. Yeah, like they yeah, set yeah. guys. So to an extent, it's like I'm sure it's teams that are going to consider, man, is that performance still deemed, you know, worthy of an extra $2 million or worthy of a guaranteed contract somewhere? I don't think that that's the case in the sample size. When we're saying it's just four games, that is also at play when you think of the larger numbers for him. You're still going to have some more questions the more tape you cut on him. So you have to decide, was this four games an outlier or is this officially where he's at turned over a new leaf? And the problem is you don't know before you make the decision. Yeah. Because you got to make the decision in about, what, two weeks when free agency opens up. So that's the part where I do think, you know, he is going to have some, I guess, some sticking points in yeah. negotiations with other teams. But um, I'm kind of back and forth. very well, though. Yeah, I'm back and forth, well. though. I think if the team is, you know, going to go the conservative approach, then, yeah, it will be Kenny and Mason. And it will be a day three pick. Mm-hmm. I think that is very conservative. I don't think that's necessarily the way that Omar Khan is operating, though. Mm-hmm. When you look at how he's been these past two years, he's been actually the opposite of conservative. Very, very much so. So you say Tannehill, this, yeah. This, this is an old school organization. Yeah. And they, to me, I'm like, I could see Tannehill very much in play. Um, what obviously, about, what about the three be, of them? Well, that's what I was just yeah, going to say. So would like, you I have, very would much you have the play. three of them? Yeah. I don't hate it. I just for It's me, hard to get reps. And, I've it's always, hard to get split amongst yeah. three. Yeah. And I've always had, like, I might have a higher opinion of Tannehill than others. I personally think if Tannehill is here with Kenny and Mason competing, Tannehill is going to beat those guys out. I and I think that. it's going to be a challenge for Kenny to really, you know, grow with the reps he's going to need because of how Tannehill is going to play in those reps. Tannehill is a professional quarterback. Yeah, yes. He he's been no to an AFC Championship game. Do you know how hard it is to beat those guys out in a practice setting? He beat, not, Tom Brady. Like, like, he beat Tom like, Brady in New England for his last ever game like, of the Patriots. Pe- people were yeah. surprised at times when Mitch would cook and practice. Like, it gets to a certain level. If you do this long enough, even me being retired for six years, it's certain things that I'm going to do in practice. You can go out there and flash for just, a couple it's reps. Like I know how yeah. to practice at this yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. And that's hard. That's yeah. nothing for him. That's right. nothing for him. Whereas right. for Kenny, he's still working through that type of stuff. So that's my only thing with a guy like him. I'm just yeah. like, I think that that could still present some challenges. And if they are not trying to do anything to upset the growth or the development of Kenny Pickett, I don't know if they would necessarily go that route. Maybe it is, I don't want to say a Zach Wilson, but like a Sam Darnold type or something where it's just that you feel a lot better that your guy's going to win this race. Yeah. I just don't know if you bring Tannehill in here, if we're all just, you know, private bids on this. How many people are really going to legitimately say Kenny's going to beat out Tannehill right now? I don't know how many people are going to legitimately mm-hmm. feel like that publicly. But then you play the better guy. But that's easier said than done. I know, and you I know, know that. I yeah, know, right. The other thing about Tannehill is I thought he had a pretty bad year. I do too. Yeah, but they had the worst. It was a lot of variables to go league. with. Yeah. The receiving core over there, like, really bad too. Right. I mean, they they made coaching changes. The O line was really bad. I don't think he's done. 
But he might be, you know. I mean, yeah. he, he still was ahead. He, like, right. I don't look at him as a world beater. I don't look at him as a long-term answer. To no. me, he's a two- to three-year Band-Aid, and then you're going to draft whatever you need to. Or if, if it was Kenny, then Kenny is the guy to develop into that. Mm-hmm. But whatever move, I look at it as this is a two- to three-year Band-Aid type scenario to keep us competent with this defense that we have. And see, maybe he used one to make to a run. Yeah, yeah, keep right. making a run. Yeah. No, I hear you. It, Rudolph was the one that suffered whenever they had the last three-person competition. It doesn't no really work. And, in fact, you could make a very easy argument that he had the best showing of those three when it was the three-person competition mm-hmm. two camps exactly. ago when Kenny yeah. was drafted. But, but in this case, tough. there's only so many reps to go around, as you If say. it was three, I mean, and I haven't given this a ton of thought because I don't think it really happened, but Rudolph, Tannehill, Pickett, you at least get three bites of the apple. Tannehill probably doesn't need a preseason rep. I would agree. You know what I mean? So those two could fight it out in the preseason. The veteran, like, you don't even need to do that. You know, it's not like the other situation. But if you're signing Tannehill and Tannehill's coming over here, does he legitimately think that he gets a chance to compete? We're watching a Joe Flacco come in here, and you can make a case he's the best quarterback on Cleveland's roster right now. Right, right. But he's not going to beat that. Right, right. But he's not beating him out. So it's like for Tannehill, it's like, man, I'm sure he could look at Kenny and say, Bro, I was a starting quarterback the past four years, and I've taken my team further in the postseason than you've won in the regular season. Why is it just some foregone conclusion that me having a down year all of a sudden just makes you magically better than me because of me having a down year and my name not being as cool as some of these other names, right? Right, right, right. That's that's my whole just grievance with the – I kind of like how we view Tannehill right now. I'm like, I think that he still is going to come in here, and that's going to be a challenge because of just the floor that he's going to bring. It's just a little bit different style. Now, it's not the same level of ceiling. And I think that's where we kind of get confused at times. Not me and you, but in mm-hmm. terms of just how people view quarterbacks. It's like, if they don't think they have an elite ceiling, they're like, oh, he sucks. Right. And it's like, no, you can still have a really good floor, but you just don't have There's the, only a couple unicorns right, that have that, right. that gold jacket ceiling. Yeah. But there was a name you threw out there, and that's Sam Darnold. Yeah. He still has a ceiling to me. I would agree. I mean, and we heard the reports of how San Fran was, how it was going for him in the preseason out there. He oh, looked they good. They it him. was just Purdy was their guy. Yeah. And he, it's not the wrong with that, but that's intriguing to me. He's younger than Pickett. I know. That's I, I crazy. Mean, he was I the know. third pick in the draft. He has a He has tools. all the intangibles. Yeah. I mean, it's so. The big I, question, though, I know, is. I know it didn't work with Trubisky, but those really highly drafted quarterbacks, if you can get them on the cheap, 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 I mean, I you think, think about it to an extent, right? We're, we've made the hoopla about Justin Fields, and we're saying that this is super expensive, right? Mm-hmm. To an extent, Sam Darnold was in the exact same situation that Justin Fields was in three, right. four years ago. It just didn't work out in Carolina. And yeah. you get him for nothing. And we give him $4 million a year, so $3 million what, a year. So, so right. once again, what's the difference? What's the difference? Right. I'm with you. That's why I'm like, even when you say Sam Darnold, people are like, oh, because you dare. It's right. Like, I get it. The Jets ruin quarterbacks. I get it. Like it's their <laughs> but job. it's like, come you know, on, right? man. Like... <laughs> When we're just saying, Ken, I don't think his book is written. Right, right. I would agree with you. I would right. definitely agree. The other name is Jameis Winston, who's also a free agent. I think exactly. he costs more, and I, I think he's more proven. But I don't. He's think, older than those guys. Yeah. But the other thing is, I don't think this team can overcome turnovers, and no. he turns the ball over uh, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot. I think that part of the book is written. I he would turns agree. The ball over a lot. Yeah, he is who he is in that vein. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he brings some explosive elements. I think he brings some elements that we would like. Yeah. But in terms of how Coach Tomlin always says, "Don't kill us." I think that, that he, could kill he could do that yeah. very well. And um, it's just hard to win like that at this stage for the Steelers. Yep. They're, they operate with a small margin for error. But and if, if any works. of these guys turns into Geno Smith oh, late in their year, I could see Jameis being that guy. Yeah. But probably not here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who? 
Jameis Winston. No, the name you said before that. Uh, some, some guy from West Virginia. The guy got yeah. overdrafted from West Virginia. Overdrafted? Yeah, that guy, yeah. Second round. He's kind of like, uh, it, who, who's better, Gino or EJ Manuel? They're in the same boat. You know, Who's still playing in the league? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. One's doing TV, yeah. We've been to back-to-back Pro Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. Just got a $100 million contract. <laughs> couple more quick little notables here. Uh, Omar Khan uh, said that they still do not have an official timetable for Cole Holcomb's return ah, to action. Like to know about, yeah. uh, and then he said, you know, when you combine that with Quan Alexander being a free agent, obviously off-ball so linebacker is a position we have to address. What did Matt say? Listen to the tea leaves. Read the tea leaves. Read the tea leaves, baby. The tea leaves is telling you something right there now. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, and listen, some of these things are GMs. Like, we all know they have to address oh, the linebacker lying. position. Yeah, it's lying. But it's, yeah. it's, it's GM speak season. Yeah, there's a know, better way You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, but, okay, and this is a good one to close down on. This is from our buddy Jim Wexel. Okay? Shout out to Jim. Yeah. He's he, probably strolling by with all the reporters. No, seriously. He, um, this is a little bit of a, of a left turn-ish to get us out of here for the show today. But I saw this, and I, I had to, we had to chuckle about it. Quinion Mitchell, who we've talked a lot yeah, about. Yeah. Defensive back out of Toledo. Popular guy here. Gonna We think not much of a chance he's going to be there at 20, but certainly a possibility. <laughs> Jim Wexel asked Quinion Mitchell earlier today. You know, Steelers have this lengthy history with the MAC conference they've had a lot of success with right. in your opinion do you think that there is a greatest player ever to come out of the mac you know what his answer was he Maybe. said he said right now i'd say the greatest player ever to come out of the mac was quinion mitchell <laughs> he said himself <laughs> not devo not ben ah, Roth, not ben roethlisberger i like it i like it. <laughs> some of these other Antonio guys like brown it. i like <laughs> not it. antonio brown uh, right. i like it i like it not julian edelman i like it <laughs> I like it. Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. All right, all right. I mean, it's a McVay this out here coaching as well. Got him a ring and everything. I was like, bro, it's, it's a lot of dudes that came out that uh, that spot right there. Right, man? Jason thought, Taylor's in the whole Come thing. on, I man. That, just just yeah. a few. Just, just I, couple thought, names. I thought that was pretty good. I thought names. we'd get a chuck. I know you like that confidence, Oh, absolutely, right? man. Hey, hey, if you got to play out there on that edge, you talk about that DB, that island, man. Whew. You better have that confidence. Better have that confidence. He looks like that senior bowl, too. You're though. right. You know, he didn't back down from anything. Right. He was not a man coverage player, and he's out there playing man. Because I'm telling right. you for a yeah. fact, they're going to test him. Yeah. And, and he's a small school guy. And, yeah, when you're a small school guy, man, they want to know. This ain't, this ain't Miami of Ohio you playing against. This yeah. ain't Ohio University no more. This ain't Kent State. This ain't them golden flashes. Like, yeah, it's a difference. But I love that energy right now, man. Awesome. I love that. I got a kick out of that. Had yeah. to laugh That's about good. that. Right. Yeah, had to laugh it. about love that it. before we get love out of it. here. That'll do it for our coverage today. But we are back tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 2 o'clock for our final day of everything here on Radio Row. Big shout out to Danny Kelly for joining us earlier and uh, to our producer, CJ, back in the ranch for keeping us crispy and on air as we roll along here. For Matt Williamson and Arthur Motes, I'm Wesley Euler. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's all part of our ongoing coverage from the Combine on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steelers Nation Radio. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep, home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.